Welcome to the Young and Ambitious Podcast, a podcast for ambitious young people who want to master their mindset, launch a business, and make their dream life. I'm your host, Nika Molini. I am the positivity boss and Gen Z's personal growth coach. I help young people get clear on their goals and design a life they love through working on their mindset and implementing successful personal growth strategies. Let's get right into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Young and Ambitious podcast. Today, we have a really inspiring young entrepreneur with us, Ria, and we're going to learn all about her journey. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Hey, guys. Awesome. So why don't you start off by telling us a little bit more about you and how you got started with your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, so it started out when I was in grade seven. So before that, I was just a regular kid. You know, I went to school, I did my homework, I came back and had like swimming and other extracurriculars that I did. And I wasn't exposed to the entrepreneurship environment, but that all changed when I started attending a program called Zero to Startup. And what Zero to Startup was, was a 13-week program that taught you the fundamentals of entrepreneurship, engineering, programming, and circuitry and business. And we were later encouraged to start our own company that would help the city of Toronto become more sustainable. And that's where I started my first venture, called Smart Streetlights, and right now we're the youngest members of the Social Venture Zone at Ryerson University. So that really completely changed my perspective on things. Initially, I didn't think of entrepreneurship as a career path, but as more, more as I got into it, I thought that it was amazing, and you were able to do something that you were passionate about and have a really big impact. And I think the best things that I learned through this whole journey was that your age does not matter. It's your knowledge and your willingness to put in the work and your passion. So through Zero to Startup, I was able to learn the fundamental skills that helped me when I saw problems that was later to come. So it was last year, I was in grade eight and I was at my friend's house one day and uh, her grandmother came over and she had some visual impairments and she was bumping into all sorts of things around the house. And Seeing the challenges that she was facing, it pushed me to do more research. And I found that the visually impaired, like my friend's grandma, used something called the white cane, which was literally a stick that was never updated to take advantage of new technologies. And I thought that was absolutely crazy because I was seeing the coolest things coming out around me with AI, quantum, but nobody incorporated just the simplest things that could help improve their lives. So, yeah, it was some of the quotes that I saw a quote a few months earlier. It was from Mahatma Gandhi, and it said to be the change that you wish to see in the world. And one of my mentors told me about it. And when it came to seeing this problem, it reminded me of that. And I thought, okay, so why should I wait for somebody else to come up with a solution? I do have the capacity to create one myself. So that's when I was inspired to create something called the Smart Change. So the smart cane is a reimagined assistive tech device for the visually impaired to enable mobility and autonomy through safe and convenient travel experiences. So basically, the smart cane can detect obstacles in front of the user and vibrate to let them know if anything is in their path. And this is really great because one of the problems with the white cane is that it only can detect obstacles on the ground and nothing above the ground from knee to head level. 
which is absolutely crazy because I also met a person a few weeks ago at a conference and she was also visually impaired and she was telling me the story that she was walking in downtown Toronto one day and she ended up being at a construction site and there was actually an iron rod at head level and she ended up bumping into it because the cane didn't detect anything because it was open space on the ground and through doing that she got a severe head injury and I thought I mean nobody should be going through that right especially if we have the stuff to improve their lives so Arcane also has GPS navigation functionality so being able to direct the user to a destination with vibrations and audio feedback so this is really great because they wouldn't have to depend on people like caregivers, interveners, or guide dogs, which can cost upwards of over like $30,000. And being a sighted person, that's a lot of money. And unfortunately, we do live in a kind of society where it is harder to get if you are visually impaired. And throughout this journey, I've learned so many things that I'm super excited to share with you. So the Smart Cane actually started off as a science fair project because that presented an opportunity to come up with a solution and then through the science fair I did it with a partner and together we built the smart team and then we won there and then we advanced to the regional science fair and won multiple awards there and I wanted to take it forward after that unfortunately my partner Heather wasn't able to continue but uh, I chose to do so because it's something that I'm really passionate about and I hope to make a difference in their lives so Later after that, I found an opportunity called the Hacking Health Hackathon. And one thing that I found at that time was I didn't really know how to take the project forward because I was 14 at the time in grade eight and I was just a small girl and a really, really big girl. And something that I found that took me forward was I heard a quote a few months earlier from Mahatma Gandhi that said, you see the change that you wish to see in the world. So that inspired me to come up with a solution. And in addition, in terms of uh, being a young person, this is the thing, you are never too young to make a difference in the world. As long as you have the knowledge and the willingness to put in the work and the passion, that will get you places because that's what's most important and actually makes a lot of the successful people today. And that's a lot, that's what a lot of my mentors told me. And so I found the Hacking Health Hackathon and I decided to go for it because hey, Worst thing, I don't win. That's okay. I learned a lot still. So I went there, and surprisingly, I was the only person under 20 there. So for those of you that don't know what a hackathon is, it's basically like a 24 to 48-hour event overnight usually, and you work with your team, and you tackle a challenge. So in this case, you had to create a product that would improve the healthcare system or that had to do with healthcare in general. So I pitched my idea and then I formed a team of six. So some MBAs, designers, and engineers. And then for the next 48 hours, we were working to develop the product and improve it further. And at the end, we pitched to a panel of industry professionals and we actually ended up winning the People's Choice Award. And I got an internship at a really cool place called Medic. So Medic is a software development lab focused on e-health solutions at Mohawk College. So I was actually there for the summer of grade eight and I've learned so many things since then. I was able to improve my coding and circuitry skills and also develop the smart team greatly and learn how to effectively do a presentation. And that was an amazing experience. And then after that summer, it was time for high school. So 
uh, I was a little nervous, but I was really super excited at the same time to continue to explore different courses and meet new people. And uh, after uh, my internship, again, I wanted to take the project further and I didn't want to end it there. And something that I found was hackathons are really, really great to just meet new people, network, and get different opportunities. And it's really just a great learning experience. And I definitely recommend you guys go to them as well. Hackathons, tips, competitions, networking events, they are so, so valuable. So I found something called Hackability, and it was literally the perfect competition for smart teams. So what Hackability was, was a two-month pitch competition that you worked with a team, and later you pitched a panel of industry professionals, and it was specifically targeted towards companies or people that were trying to help make a product that would take the disc out of disability. So there again, I pushed my idea, and then I ended up forming a team of nine. And they ranged from MBAs, designers, engineers, who were all really, really passionate about making the world more accessible through technology. And then after that, I didn't really expect to win because it was a big hackathon organized by the Drift Center, Aero Electronics, and it was at the University of Toronto, Mississauga. And I really thought that it would just be a great learning experience. There were some competitors that were professors at U of T, and there was also some MIT grads. So I thought it would be really, really great to learn some valuable lessons. So for the next two months, my team and I were working to further improve the smart team and develop an improved prototype. And after we pitched, we actually ended up winning the competition. And through that, I was mind blown. I never expected that to happen. And that really, really propelled us forward. From that competition, we got about 37000 in funding and in-kind services from different companies like Microsoft, Inertia Engineering, Aero Electronics, Geartech, the Rick Center, at UTM, and so much more. So that was so incredibly helpful. And it gave us an incredible amount of opportunities to really take the business to the next level. So after that, I just found that something that we really needed was funding. So I just started going to a bunch of pitch competitions, just going for it. Because after you got your pitch down, it's really just about having a conversation with the judges and saying how much this device can help a lot of people and why you want to do it and the return and also the financials. So once you have something down, just continue practicing because practicing is so important. And the results are incredible for a very, very little cost to both your time and the effort. So after going to different pitch competitions, we were able to raise about $6,000 more in funding from competitions like Pitch 2018 and Python Pit. And we've been speaking at a lot of different events and having booths to showcase what we've been doing, what we've been up to, and just meeting new people. And I think that one of the most valuable things I learned was meeting new people is incredible because you never know what stories they have. And it's really, just in the end, super interesting to talk to them because everybody has some really, really unique stories to share. And really, you never know because sometimes they may be the CEO of a company. I have one story. I was at bars for International Women's Day, and I actually met um, an elderly lady, and I was just talking to her about what I was doing, what she thought of International Women's Day, and we were having a really good conversation. And she actually said that she would introduce me to her son-in-law. And I was talking to her son-in-law for a while about Smart Cane, like efforts, and 
um, just about different emerging technologies like AI and quantum computing. And he later gave me his business card. And I saw something interesting. So he was the CEO of a company called Well Simple, a really, really huge company that's doing some incredible things. And he offered some help. And that was amazing because I didn't really expect anything about out of the conversation ex except for learning a lot from a new person. But this is just to show that you never know what can happen and there is no downside in talking to somebody. And it's really, really great in the end. And after that, uh, my team and I took the project forward and we're hoping to get a minimum viable product in September of this year and then later get it into testing. So we're really, really hopeful and sure that this device will help a lot of people. And another thing is, that I learned from creating smart team was you have to create solutions to problems that matter. So don't create a product and then look for a problem that it solves because that will, won't get you anywhere. In order to build a successful company, it's really, really great if you create a solution to a problem that's close to you. Think about something that you wish to see in the world and just act on it because if you're likely to be facing it, a lot of other people are, are likely to be facing it too. And that's when you know that there's a validation in the market and you can actually create a viable product. And that's super, super important. And you can also have a really great impact. So yeah, sorry, that was a really long answer, but I hope that helps. No, that was really awesome. And I'm sure it's going to inspire so many people listening. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, oh, thank you. So what would you say is like your vision for SmartCane like a year from now or even just long term? A year from now, I'd like to see SmartCane going forward and being able to help the visually impaired have an inexpensive solution and really improve their lives without having to rely on other people. So I want to see them go from point A to point B on their own and feel empowered and not just with SmartCane, I hope to see if any other accessibility tech devices come to mind. And in terms of long-term, I think something that I'm really passionate about is just having a lasting impact on the world, whether it's accessibility or the environment. But something that I find is, if in about the 1990s, the internet was going to be the next big thing. And if you were in the internet industry, you were set. But now we're at a time where it's not the internet is gone now. It's all about quantum computing, AI, genomics, virtual reality, augmented reality, which means that there's so much opportunity to have an impact in the world. And these are some incredible tools that can help you do so. And the really great thing is because we're just starting, all these scientists or PhDs, they have the same experience and knowledge that you do. They're no farther than you are. They're at the same level. And what that means is, there is so much opportunity for you to create something that can really have a great impact on the world. So right now, something that I'm doing is just exploring new technologies. So right now I'm focused on artificial intelligence, generative design, and also genomics, and looking at its different applications. And that's gonna be the future. And I hope that a lot of you go into it as well. There is so much things now, because right now we don't really need a teacher anymore. Uh, you don't have to go to a classroom. There are so many online courses for you to do that will add so much more value than talking to an actual teacher that doesn't have much knowledge in the industry. There's a lot of websites like Udacity, Udemy, 
Andrew Wing's Coursera Machine Learning course if you're into AI or just Coursera in general. And you also can do, if you're really interested and want to go really deep, there's something called a Udacity Nano degree. So you can actually get certification, which is very well known. Uh, and it's also, when people are describing their education, a Udacity Nano degree is something that they list because it's very, very well recognized. It was made from a lot of the smartest minds in the world and a really, really great company. So I definitely recommend doing those if you're interested in a certain topic and you will learn so much. And I really, really hope to have a great impact in the world and use these exponential technologies to help do so. That is super awesome. And it's so inspiring that you found your passion. Um, so my question is like, do you think other people your age have also found their passion? And if not, how can they go about finding it? Yeah, so I don't think any everybody my age found their passion. I think it's really important to just explore different things because I think because we're so young, you have so much time to try out these things, see if you like it or not. What I would do is I would just spend about maybe four weeks, explore a topic, see if you like it, go deep into it. And then worst case, you could just do it something else if you don't like it. And just constantly build things. And that's when you can find what you really like to do. And something that really helped me was I started a program called the Knowledge Society. It's a TKS. It's in Toronto. And they teach you about emerging technologies like AI, quantum, virtual reality, and more. And you're encouraged to create something that can help make an impact on the world. So they're trying to build not the next unicorn companies, but the next unicorn people the next innovators in the world, the next Elon Musk. And they provide so much mentorship and help to do so. And it's actually one of the best, it's the best programs that I've ever attended. And I really, really look forward to attending it in the next coming years as well. And it's something that really opened my mind. And I think they were really great in terms of telling you all about what's out there and the things that you can do. And in terms of finding a passion, no matter what you're passionate about, entrepreneurship is likely to tie in. So research about entrepreneurship. Look at the problems that you see in your environment and think about something that you would like to solve. And likely, again, like I said, if you're seeing it, then a lot of people are likely to see it too. So instead of waiting around for somebody else to come up with a solution, just go for it and see what happens. Because like I said, you're going to get so much experience and so much knowledge, no matter what the outcome is. And that is really what you really want. So make sure also that you don't do something that you're not passionate about because if you're not passionate about something, then you won't have a drive and motivation to get results. So find something that you love and money will come along with it. Everything else will come along with it if you are doing something that you love. And I cannot stress that enough because there's no point in doing something that you don't like to do because that will literally make you miserable. So do something that you love to do, have an impact. Make sure that when you do get up every day, you are looking forward to the day, you're looking forward to have an impact and that will really, really make or break how you live your life. I completely agree with you. Um, so thank you so much for sharing that. So, you know, this podcast is about like personal growth and like the challenges people have overcome and um, like what they've learned throughout the journey of 
creating businesses or just doing making an impact on the world um so when you were first starting out like did you have any fears and how did you kind of overcome challenges in your journey yeah so like i said last year i was 14 i was really shy i didn't really know how to take things forward after i decided i wanted to and i think the biggest thing that I can give the biggest piece of advice that I can give you guys is just go for it. The worst thing that can happen is people say no or you don't win because you are going to get the knowledge and experience that'll really help you in the future. And you can say that you tried it and you went for it because that is one of the most important parts. Because like Wayne Gretzky said, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So just go for it because you never know what can happen. Because if you don't go for it, that's kind of like not succeeding in the first place. Or let's say if you wanted to talk to a person, if you wanted to ask them for something, leverage being a young person. Because if you're a young person, there's not a lot of people who will reach out to CEOs. There are people from different companies. And automatically by doing that, make yourself sound a lot more legit. Because a lot of people from those companies don't see a lot of 14, 15-year-olds reaching out to them for help. And the thing is that I realized that I didn't really know before where people want to help you. People want to see you succeed. And I really wish that I took advantage of that. And I met a lot of people at a younger age, but I'm super, super excited that I started now. And it's really, really great. That's awesome. What would you say motivates you? Like what keeps you going every day? I think just making sure I can have an impact on the world in my own way. I know it may sound really, really cheesy, but that's really what keeps me going. And I really, really like working with other people and just constantly learning. I think that's really great. And something with me is I found that these existential technologies are so, so cool. They're like literally a sci-fi movie in real life. I can't encourage you guys enough to go into these fields because you are just going to learn so much. and the things that these technologies that can do is crazy. Like, I couldn't even imagine it. So I'm super, super excited for what the future is going to be like. And I think what motivates me is that I want to be a part of it. I love that. So I think that's a perfect note to end the podcast. So if people are interested in connecting with you, where can they find you? Yeah, so I have Twitter. It's Ria Karamanchi or... You can always uh, add me on LinkedIn. My It's also Rhea Caramanchi. And then my email is rhea.caramanchi.03 at gmail.com. So feel free to shoot me an email. And I'd love to connect with you guys and help you in any way that I can. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Nika. I'm super excited to be on this. And it's really great to talk to you guys. And again, just go for it because... You guys are the future, not the old people, not um, the professionals in the industry. You guys are. So you guys are going to be leading the world next and all of you have the power to make an impact on the world. Awesome. Thank you so much.